0: the bombs with the cooler was was always like the weirdest thing to me especially because there's this whole thing in the um, Like it, it so if you play it on the harder difficulties the the places where it, The places and the amount of C4 that you have to find it changes so um, if you play on a, a I think it's European extreme you have to uh, like, freeze a bomb that is placed on the back of an enemy soldier. <laughs> and it, on that difficulty, if you get spotted, you lose. Like, it's not like, oh, you enter combat phase. No, you just lose.
1: Like, I... Again, I've, I you know me, I haven't played Metal Gear. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm just like imagining this scenario happening in real life. It's like, okay, hold on. I have to use this like weird chemical to freeze the C4 so it doesn't blow up this person. He turns around like, "Who the fuck are you?"
0: And then they trigger the bomb and they
1: fucking explode, and that's why you lose.
0: Well, it's not even that like it blows up the person. Apparently, these bombs are so are strong enough to bring down an oil platform. So it's like, how the fuck did you mount this to the back of a dude? <laughs> Very, <You> must... carefully. <laughs> Very carefully. Very uh, carefully. I'm 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 just curious. Like, does the dude know, or or, or is he not in on it? I'm assuming the fact you're trying to freeze him
1: without him noticing they you're probably not entirely in on it. Like, like I said, it, it, it triggers by, like, maybe, like, heightened blood pressure or some shit. Because, like, uh, fuck! I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Maybe they're all suicide bombers. Who knows?
0: Who knows? It, it's Metal Gear. Everything is up for debate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, no, but, like, we we were just talking about you had
1: okay you had a reason for bringing this up, because it's such a very good parallel.
0: Yeah, yeah, because apparently I have been, uh, I've been sent a parcel from Germany, uh, that I have to go and pick up in, in like, this tool store, which I don't know if that's, like, indicative of what it is that I have received, or if it's just, like, the closest place, the GPS, uh, or UPS can can have, uh, hand over the parcels uh, in my area. Because I haven't received any of those since I moved. So uh, I, I decided, like, okay, I'm, I'm just going to go and get those today. And then, like, I look out the window and, oh, would you look at that? We have a fucking blizzard. Um, we went from no snow to this uh, overnight. So that's been fun. So I decided uh, to not go. I'm probably gonna wait for tomorrow, where hopefully it's calmed down.
1: Hopefully, like the blizzard like cools down the bombs enough so it doesn't explode.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm gonna leave it out in the snow just to be just to make sure.
1: Like, uh, I don't I don't know if this is like a normal colloquialism for like everyone else, but like I always assume like if it's a package you don't know, it's probably a bomb because my my parents like ingrained that into me. Like, growing up, they would actually, like, go through shit I would order on my Amazon, like, shake the box, and if they didn't know what it was immediately, they thought it was a bomb, they'd toss it in
0: the recycling bin. Uh, I'll be 100% honest with you right now, I think that is very much a a, a American thing. <laughs> Probably. I, I I don't recall if there's ever been, like, a, a package bomb or whatever in, in, in Denmark. Let's be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Must be nice, let's <laughs> be... Hold on, let me actually look it up real quick.
1: Um, Alright, cause like, cause this is like a weird morbid topic, but at the same time it's like... Man... You're just, you're just gonna be out here flexing on me, not having any of those, you know, pesky par- parcel bombs. That just randomly get shipped through the UP- UPS. Uh... Hmm.
0: Uh, I was like, oh, this there, <laughs> this is tragedy. Uh, oh, there's, there's, uh, there's a package bomb news story here in this Danish newspaper. Oh, in Austin. <laughs> Austin, Texas. Texas. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it had to be American. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, uh, oh no, here's one. No, wait, it's the French emb- <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know, embassy? Uh, I think it's the word. Embassy.
1: French embassy in Austin. Who are the french i don't know is it because of like the whole flag debate because like i know like we got like we saw a story recently where like apparently they changed the flags for france Day and then what? I made a joke, uh uh like uh it's in the general chat it got shared a couple days ago but like i didn't read the whole thing all i know is like a, supposedly either the person in like the big government building in france either change the flag or put up a flag that had the different colors and nobody noticed for like half a year
0: well <laughs> fuck it, it's totally probably fine
1: <laughs> it's probably fine like it's it, 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 probably some other country's flag they got mixed up what, what do you expect when you have like flags that are just three fucking colors
0: I mean, like, if it, if it's not if it's not a like a, a a different country flag, it's probably a flag for someone's sexuality or something. Because there's a fucking flag for everything these days. So you know what? Probably.
1: I am French sexual.
0: I'm French sexual. I,
1: I think I think what it was was like like um like the I think like the the blue and the red was like flipped and nobody noticed. So, it, it's still the same flag, but it's just put on the flagpole the wrong way, but, like, nobody noticed, so people, when someone did, they thought they changed the flag, and it became this whole thing. It's just...
0: I, yeah. I, 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 I think, like, if you come to the Danish flag, and, like, someone switches their colors around there, so because we have white, like, we have a red flag with a white cross on it. If you flip that around, you get a white flag with a red cross on it, and then it's just England. (laughs) Shit, you're right. The blue Um, was a different tone. That was it. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. That's even dumber. That's even dumber. Like... I don't fucking go with my i uh, with my color picker tool every time that I have to fucking draw a Danish flag. I go, is this red? Yes. Is this white? Yes. Fucking go. Like, <laughs> like that. That sounds
1: silly. That sounds like immensely silly. Again, like I didn't read the whole thing. All I just know, so, literally, I saw the headline and then I made the jokes. So, oh, I have the f- the flag for you, and I just put up a white flag emoji because ah. <laughs> Americans think the French just surrender.
0: That that that's always like the funniest thing to me. That there's this whole thing about oh the French like get uh, like oh they're cowards cuz they gave up or something. Uh, Denmark gave up before the French did. But <laughs> but no one's talking about that.
1: <laughs> I I think I think America just has it out for France cuz like there were cuz like when we were in our infancy stage, like, France hold, held a couple territories, and then we had to fight them to get, actually, I forget, I, again, I am not a U.S. history buff, because I tried to, like, yeet past it as soon as possible, but, like, I know, like, I know if America, French, and Canada all have this weird slurry of, like, relationships I wasn't paying attention to. So in the, grand, in the grand global scheme of things, you could probably call Denmark bigger cowards. We just don't like the French because we're American. That's fair. That's fair.
0: It's like we're uh, not we're not necessarily angry at cowards. We're angry at you.
1: Yeah,
2: exactly.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, God bless. So but yeah. Uh, hi everybody. Hi everyone. So, Claudia, what have you been up to this week? Uh, uh, I spoke. Oh, uh,
1: you know, we kind. of, uh, I I had another D anD D game. It was very fun. We were, we're, we you know, I, I I think I mentioned like every time I mentioned it, there's always some weird concepts. But like, we're trying to like we're we're in like the Feywild, which is like the realm where all the fucking fairies are, and we're trying to like speed run our way across the entire realm to go to like this weird divine court hearing. Because the law system between gods is so fucked, we ha- we're basically like trying to like break in and be and like
0: kind of become the lawyers to a god so the god doesn't die. So you're just gonna kick the door down and go objection? in the best basically,
1: basically yes, that is the plan. That is the plan for this arc. are this we're gonna be we're in happy go lucky fairy crazy magic world. And the the ending of it, the big crescendo, instead of a big fight against the big super mega dragon,
0: no, we're going to a fucking court hearing. We're gonna we're gonna play Ace Attorney for a bit. Uh, so if you guys are listening to music doing these things, I would like to remind you that there is actually like a string cutted version of the Phoenix Ride music, and it's fucking bang as all of it. I'm gonna mention that to our.
1: <laughs> Druid, because she's the one who runs the music during her games, and she and I, they will be good. I'm gonna make sure that when that like when we have the point, I want to have like the pursuit theme to be
0: playing during uh, the big fuck you moment. I can assure you that there is indeed a a, a string version of that as well, and it's fucking amazing.
1: Yeah. But yeah, aside from like di- divine fairy court going on in my D anD D game right now, uh, I watched Arcane. You thankfully. did, and and, 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 and we're going to talk about that. We have lots of thoughts on it. I, I might trigger somebody. Oh, because I I, 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 will, I will say. I will say. I'm going to say this right now. Hmm. I love this show entirely. I don't have any issues with it. But I do have an observation that will make people mad. But okay. I love, but like everything, but like everything between from like the storytelling to the execution to God bless the animation staff and like the, the character design, everything about it is so fucking great. Hmm. But I just have a very small observation that makes me laugh that will make other people mad. Yeah. But we'll get to that when we get to that. <laughs> and I actually have one more thing I had to bring up. Yeah. Um, I have ordered... All the parts for my new computer, and I'm ordering it, and it's gonna—it's supposed to come today. Although, uh, here's the thing: I use my brother's uh, Amazon account because he has Prime and I don't. And if I were gonna have to buy Prime, uh, it would—it would all be sent like. I think this I'd have to, I'd have to pay like an extra hundred seventeen dollars just to use Prime for this one purchase, mm. and that fucking sucks. So what ended up happening is like, hey my bro, can you give me can you give me your prime? He's like, okay. I order all the parts. I thought it was going straight to me. I accidentally sent everything to my fucking mom's house. So part of my adventure, because I was too excited to buy all my things on Cyber Monday, uh, I have to drive back to my mom's house
0: Party. for my fucking parts. Why are you like this? Well, like okay, it, like at the same time. Now that you're dead, you can then pick up fucking Delmer Cry. God damn. Yeah. No, i I intend to. <laughs> God. There we go. So. <laughs> so, so here's the th- you you want to know the fucked up thing? <laughs> oh, oh, that's not the fucked up. Yes, hit me.
1: <laughs> okay. So. Um, my dad wanted to play, uh, Bloodborne. Uh, well, like he wanted to borrow my game for Bloodborne, and I told him, "Oh, I left it. I accidentally left it at my mom's house because I'm a fucking idiot." So you just play over there. I'm gonna pick it up this weekend, anyway. My dad takes the Bloodborne case out of the Devil May Cry case that he brought for me under the disc of the uh. Oh, okay, so you know how I told you last week there was I. He brought me the case. It was Bloodborne. In the DMC disc?
0: Yeah. DMC- So, under the Bloodborne disc was Cloudy, the disc- Cloudy, are we, are we going to fight? Are we, are we going to have a fight? <laughs> it was the disc for DMC! Oh, the fuck- I don't even know how the fuck that one happened. I'm going to be honest with you. So it's not even that you put, like, wrong games <laughs> in the wrong disc. You fucking double-decked that shit in the wrong- In the wrong case. Yeah,
1: you're so the type games- of
0: person I would fight with my bare ass knuckles when I worked in nondescript video game retailer.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean you would have got. I mean, in in that situation, you would have gotten two games for the price of one. So, uh okay. now that's just horrendously bad. But I'm going this weekend, so I'm gonna pick up everything. I've 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 organized. Every single fucking disc in my house the night I got back here. So don't worry. All I need now is to keep, grab DMC, which has Bloodborne and DMC in it.
0: I swear, like, you're the, you're the dude that they're trying to fight in that horrible-looking New Final Fantasy game. Where it's like, we got <laughs> to kill Chaos. That's you. That's you there. I- <laughs> they're I- out for your ass. I am just chaos at that point, man. <laughs> fuck chaos. Have you fucking se- uh, uh, real quick? Have you seen anything from that game? I don't okay. recall what what it's called. I've only
1: have only seen one thing, and it was this. It was a clip that Raj and my friend, who also showed me, Arcane, uh, showed me, and it's just the clip where like the there were, like this lady is like just like yeah. super sad trying to explain yeah. her backstory. It's like man, this is why it had to be chaos. I want to. It was that, you know, like, if everyone fights against me, then I'll and sacrifice me to get rid of all the evil. And the guy's just like, man, fuck, fuck that. No, he just goes, And he just puts bullshit. in his headphones. <laughs> no, bullshit. And he puts on his headphones and he's playing Papa Roach. And fucking walks out. And then the shit fades and everyone's just following him. And the song's still playing the whole time. And then when the song ends, he just takes his headphones out and just talks to them normally. And I'm like... Did you just fucking walk and not say anything for like an hour?
0: It it is one of the worst things I have ever seen. It is so fucking so. It, and, and the worst part is, there's ways that you can do this, right? Like, let okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna fix the scene real quick. So as the girl here is like, "Oh, I'm so sad," yada yada yada. As she's doing this, demons are coming up behind the crew, and like the uh, uh, the the protagonist is like looking at this chick, and she's like, "Oh, I'm so sad." And the, and uh, his friends are going, "Hey, Jimmy, oh, this is starting to look a little bad." And then like once she's done, he he smirks and goes, "Bullshit." Puts on music and then becomes the fight music as you then beat these guys out. (laughs) And as you're fighting, it slowly fades to black. And then you cut outside. You see the protagonist. like uh, No, you don't see the protagonist. You just see one of the demons or whatever get flung through the door outside. And now they're outside and he stops the music. That way you're telling, oh, I put the music on to have a fight. And then... You're showing that I listened to this music while I was fighting. Now the fight is over. I can stop the music and we can continue onwards. But they don't do that. Instead, they just put on fucking Limp biscuit or Papa Roach or some shit for five seconds that it takes between them changing scenes. It is the fucking dumbest shit I have ever seen.
1: Honestly, it is just so nonsensical and it's it's just so fucking stupid. I can't help but unironically love it. It is one of the worst things, but it's simultaneously one of the best. Because who just doesn't understand basic storytelling? So fucking hard. You just do that. I'm like,
0: do uh, uh, you want me to tell you who doesn't?
1: Namora. Namora. <laughs> I know, but it's just it's it's just so stupid. I can't help but unironically love it. It's great. It's horrible, but it's great. But we're not here to talk about Nomura. We're here to talk about arcade, aren't
0: we? Yeah. Okay. So we're here to talk about arcade. You finally watched it. And... I
1: watched it in one sitting with my friend.
0: Yeah, and and you 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 were kind enough to uh, to give me live updates as I requested. Which was really fun to 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 witness, just because like there was that one point where you called something and you just sent me a fucking sent me a picture of like Prometheus giving Cloudy the ability of foresight or some shit. I was fucking no No,
1: no, no, it was it was that fucking it was that fucking meme where it's like there's a group of kids. And I put the text cloudy, and there's another kid holding a ball, and it's and I said it's Apollo, and he's about to throw the ball, but the ball the ball says the gift of
0: prophecy. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I was fucking howling. Oh uh,
1: uh, yeah,
0: but but yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, great, uh, well, I I I'm I'm, I'm I've already said what, what what I thought. So, what did you think? Like you already really teased a little bit that you liked it, uh, but maybe you can go a little more in depth.
1: Okay, so I, I do want to say this. Like, from like from an aesthetic point, I never doubt that these people can do it. Great, no. So I think about like the shaders make the entire show feel like it's painted over, and it's fucking beautiful. Like, really fucking pretty. Because it, it's hard for me to explain. Because like I'm still I'm still like dipping my toes in like 3D shaders and whatnot. Mm. But it is it, the the style of this show. You can, you can almost see, like, the brush strokes that it was like to paint on these faces, but they're all clearly 3D. It's really goddamn pretty, and... I, I also, like, told you, I was spazzing out every time there was a 2D-drawn effect. Like, they were sliding through the sewers, and you could see, like, the dust clouds under them were actually hand-drawn. A lot of fire, especially, was hand-drawn. And, oh, in the fucking scene... Uh, when when it was actually uh Jace and V fu- punching a bunch of dudes, and they were like silhouette hard black to like all these blue effects. Those were all hand drawn on top of that, and mm-hmm. I'm like, whoo! I-, I love it when two D and three D mix like that." That shit's my fucking like sexuality at that. Point. Yeah,
0: I I, <laughs> I I I I do recall like one of the things to be listed out during your live reporting of this was like every time that there was this mixture of 3d and 2d animations you lost your goddamn mind oh yeah i love it i oh well, yeah i know
1: you're right fr- wait i thought the i thought the animals were korean they're all french that's amazing yeah it's a french company oh that only makes me even harder like fr- like n- like no joke the french are fucking fantastic i love them but um but yeah uh Aesthetically, this place is just chef's kiss. Amazing. Mm. Uh, we we oh, I guess we talk about like the best shot scene in the entire show, which is like the 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 quick fight between Echo and uh, Jinx. Yeah, where like the like uh, I'm really I wish I wish I, like I brought my notes, but it's in like the other room, and I'm too lazy to get it. You made took case, notes. I I took like, a, like I took like little bullet points about what like my ah, that's awesome. parts were. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to be prepared for this, but it's like, uh, so Echo and like Jinx are like having a stare down and Jinx ha- and like Echo has like this little clock going back and forth because he's got this whole, I think in the game he's got this whole time shenanigans mechanic with his character. I don't really know, but he's going to be my main in like the uh, game
0: of uh, uh, Apparently he can, he can go back in time. Yeah. So that's, so that's
1: like, that's why the whole, uh, that was the whole deal with the, um, uh, with like the watch thing. Hmm. It wasn't, like, ex- it wasn't explicitly stated in the show, but, like, you can tell he had the time motif anyway. Anyway. Uh, well, like, before the fight happened, we saw, like, a really gritty flashback. And I don't mean gritty as in, like, violence. I mean, gritty as in, like, grainy cameras and shit. Oh, uh, uh, like, with
0: the Groungy. art style, I think, is maybe, like, a little bit of, like, brush strokes and stuff like that. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, brush strokes. It's basically, like, in the, the animation is like it's it's kind of like if you were blocking out the scene in three D. You're like not making of the in betweens or tweens. It's just um, you just have like all the stills of like uh, of like the kids running towards each other. Like Echo's like has a little sword. He's running towards Jinx, and Jinx is throwing paintballs at it, and it looks like they're having fun. And Echo gets basically like shot in the test a bunch of times because like Jinx is a great fucking shot. And the, and that's where our kids. You see how like even as a kid, Jinx was way better than Echo. But then like the flash forward happens where on real time the animation's super fucking smooth and crisp, the music stops. You see Echo do the same maneuvers, except not get hit this time, and he fucking wails Jinx in the head! Yeah. And I'm like, oh I, I think the way you said it is like, oh, that's a cool sh- scene, but I wish we could see the fight. Oh, I get to have both!
0: Yeah, like I, I, I remember when I was seeing, it, I was like, okay, I, I, I like what they're doing here because it's very much like showing, like that they that they have played fought, fought before, and it's such a cool contrast to then show them play fighting with them now fighting for keeps for real as adults, and then like as you're seeing this fight, I'm like, oh, but I actually really want to see like this really cool fight between these two adults now, but I, I, I guess I can settle for for this cool animation of them being children and then you just get both. It was like you didn't have to spoil me like this, but I'm glad you did.
1: Uh okay I see burn bring a victor. So um I don't know if we're gonna do like a whole summary of the show. I don't know, but like I'm just we're just gonna talk about our favorite parts and just go back and forth a lot. Yeah. I didn't I I didn't realize until the end of the series that uh, at the end of the show, that Victor and Jace were actually champions for League of Legends. Yeah, you just I, don't look at that.
0: I, I I found out the moment where Jace picks up a hammer. It's like, okay, that's a little too ultra specific to not be a champion. But Victor, I I honestly didn't know until like maybe the one of the uh, last episodes, and that's only because Brent told me so.
1: Okay, so what actually tipped me off? Because um. Like, uh, before, like, a lot of the times before, uh, they started, he even got the suggestion to make weapons, like, uh, Jace had all this, like, hammer iconography in Thank S.H.I.E.L.D. You. For some reason, I thought he was, like, Brawn, which is, like, the one champion with the Poro and the big fuck-off S.H.I.E.L.D.
2: Yeah.
1: Or, like, the, uh, Demacia guy, the spin-to-win meme guy. Like, I vaguely know Lul, but I don't know Lul, but basically, like, I thought he was, like, related to them. I didn't know he was, like, a champion... Until after the series ended, but Victor, apparently, uh, he doesn't look like that in the game. He looks like a huge mutilated thing. Yeah, like a cyborg, super fucked up dude. Which I guess is what we're gonna see in the next season when it happens. But um, it was you know it was actually kind of funny. I was talking to my friend who like plays LOL really hard, and like she told me, "Oh yeah, so Jace is a champion. Fucking sucks." <laughs> and nobody ever played him, but since Arcane came out, everyone's changing to <laughs> him. for some reason. Uh so, that, that's the best. <laughs> yeah. Victor apparently was good, so people use him, and now he's just uses spiked up a lot more, because you know. Uh V, uh V, Caitlin, and Jinx, everyone want to use him because you know they're fucking waifus.
0: Victor's a transhumanist. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's I I I I, I will say like Caitlyn when I saw uh, art and stuff of her from League of Legends uh because obviously there's there's been this whole thing of like uh, project L uh which is that fighting game of League of Legends Uh, that is about to come out. And so obviously, me being me, I go on to the League of Legends website and I just start going for all the characters, going, how would this person play? How would this person play? Do I want this character? And all that stuff. And so like, when I initially saw Caitlyn, I wasn't really sold on her, but the show really just helped making me love her. Uh, And I don't know, like, how they did it, because she never really does anything like super cool or like uh, displays anything that's like out of the ordinary i just really like i think i liked her because she was uh, the, the way that the show and we talked about this is that in the beginning when you first see her like investigate or something they make her super competent Without making everyone else around her look incompetent, and that I feel is a very hard thing to do as a writer, because you as the writer actually have to uh, outthink the audience in a in a way, and and, de- and she does that, and I was like, okay, I actually I fuck with this. Okay, so here here's where Cloud is gonna make the hot take that makes everyone mad. Okay,
1: um, I think that Caitlyn was really underutilized in the show. Because like I'm gonna agree with you super hard that like her her like beginning where they like showed her and how she was like really smart and a really competent detective that was brilliant. Um, like uh, the, the, the I think like the example I use in my live update is like oh she's doing the Sherlock thing, mm. and I I know like this happens a lot in like in like uh, modern Sherlock movies or like Sherlock shows where it'll just sit down and you're gonna see like. Messages and
0: words fly up off the page. Where you're, you're gonna like see a visual representation. Oh my god! I I fucking saw a clip of that, and it was the funniest thing because uh, I think it was one of the last episodes or something of the show. And there's just all these dumb fucking sound effects. Yeah. Like oh, uh, you just hear like like stuck sound of dog barking, then of a, a horse neighing, and then like. <laughs> <laughs> It's, like, so, like,
1: Caitlyn did that, but it was toned down in a way to make it seem, like, visually cool and narratively, uh, fluid.
0: It's something you can imagine her doing on the scene rather than, like, standing there for, like, half an hour and just, like... Like, no, I'm going to say, like, the
1: really dumb scene and Caitlyn's scene, like, narratively, they serve the exact same purpose. It's just Caitlyn was done a lot better, a lot more visually, and it, like because that was our first instance of her, it showed that she is competent. Hmm. But what I really don't like is that after that point, when she actually goes in to, like, bust V out of jail, her character kind of went into nothing. Yeah. Because, he, so here's my problem. And, well, not really my problem, but it's like, here's my, op- my biggest observation. Uh, v is the reason why everything wrong happens in this show. Yeah. Everything. And, like, that's entirely within her character. That's entirely within her right. But if V was not there actively, I think a lot of the problems could have either been mitigated or brushed under the rug.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, to start from the beginning, uh, the whole reason why they went to go steal from the place was V's idea. Mm-hmm. I even said, like, one of the shit I was pissed off about, like, she brought in... uh. I forget what his fucking name was, the uh, crazy hair guy to do the lockpick. It's like, hang on, so I'm the only one here knows how to lockpick, so it's gonna take a little minute. And V just kicks down the fucking door. And like, that's meant to show this V's a badass and she's not gonna fucking like get in the like she's not gonna take any shit. But at the same time, I'm like, you're doing a stealth operation! Why the fuck did you bring him along if he's not gonna lockpick? I and like no, no, you go ahead interrupt me, interrupt me. Go ahead. Uh
0: I, I will say, like, I'm I, so I'm thinking about that whole thing of um of V like being the cause of it all. Uh and uh for the most part I actually do agree, but what I, I, I kinda sort of like is that like Again, like the chat is kind of explaining, like you can keep like passing the buck because, like, oh, we wouldn't go robbing if yeah. if Echo didn't give them the tip or something like that. But I yeah, think yeah, like yeah. the 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 whole thing is that the narrative and and this is uh, another kudos I'm actually gonna give Arcane is that the narrative only works because of V and Jinx yeah. being well like being who they are. they, they are both. You uh, the reason why things are going as they're going in, uh, yeah. and I'm even going to say to a certain extent in equal sums, and I think that's very yeah. interesting that you didn't get to see both sides. Oh yeah, definitely. Like I honestly agree with you. Like I'm not
1: saying that's a wrong thing where you have one person be the cause of everything. That's not a. That's actually not an issue. No, not at all. I just find I just find it funny how much I can actually blame V for like anything that I could like. You know, I can just blame V for everything. Um, But, like, it's not done bad at all. It's actually done really goddamn well. Like, V never really learns to, like, stand down, talk her feelings, or listen to anybody. Mm -hmm. But that's just who she is. She is, like, to her core, she's a fighter. She does not want to, like, sit down or stand down to anybody. Even to, like, like, the only time she, like, tried backing down a little bit was to Jinx... But that, but because she did, she never really, she never really told her feelings to Jake. She never really sat down. She, like, exploded on her after she found out she killed everybody. But, like, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm really, I, I wish I had my fucking notes. I don't have them right now. But because my thoughts were more coherent on paper. But I mean, it's like I, 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 I it's can them down the fort she, if you want to go get them. Uh, To just basically, like, sum up everything, she fucks up. But it's done so fucking well. I love it. Like, it's so believable. Her fuck-ups aren't because she's stupid. Her no. fuck-ups because they're just genuinely such a part of her character that we wouldn't have this... We wouldn't have anything. Like, like we wouldn't have this story if it wasn't for for V.
0: Yeah, like... Uh, like uh, yeah. V, v uh, is, is, is talking to the lockpick guy... Well, uh, and what jinx hears is that you're right uh jinx doesn't know what the fuck she's doing and then what jinx doesn't hear is that she then elaborates on it but uh where she goes hey but you don't know what the fuck you're doing either it's like that's yeah. very much of a part of her of like setting up things and then like expanding on them uh her launching out uh launching out at at jinx after uh the uh after the death of uh the dad I, 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 you know me i'm horrible yeah. with names um yeah uh, like that is her hot-blooded nature so like yeah. there's, there's none of this that is like like the story it's, happens it's not, because it's they're not dumb. unbelievable no yeah. uh, it it happens because the characters act like the characters should and uh, i think that's uh, a testament to to good writing in in, in this case
1: oh yeah definitely like you 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 can only recall really a character dumb if they do something out of character, and V had never broken character once. Hmm. I will I will fight to the death to say that V is like root of all the problems in this show. But it but if she did anything different, then she wouldn't
0: be V. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what I'm basically trying to say. But 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 uh, to to kind of circle back because we were we were talking about Caitlyn, and I actually do agree with you that. At first, when we are first introduced to Caitlin, she's really, really cool. But then, at, after she like helps V out of prison, she kind of becomes nothing. And uh, right. I think, like at that point, she just becomes an extension of V. She's the one that is sort of there to um, to make to guide V in a direction where her character alone would not normally go if that makes any sense. To be honest, the the
1: whole I I don't, I don't agree entirely because I think Caitlyn's only role was to was to like actually provoke Jinx of all people because the whole conflict between Jinx and V was that she, Jinx genuinely believed that V replaced her mm. her own sister with somebody from the north from like the uh the album crust. I, <laughs> I was, I was, I, was trying, I was gonna say the north side, but I'm like, wait, no, that's not the word they use. That's the word I use. Um, but I, but it's basically yeah, the, like the the north side folk, the front front side, yeah. The upper crust. They basically Jinx. basically replaced her her own sister with the enemy, and like because Jinx ne- because V never fucking explained what the hell was going on to Jinx, or because. Um, V, like, Jinx just misunderstood everything, because she, she's a traumatic wreck. Of course she's not gonna see uh, everything clearly at first. Hmm. But, like, because there wasn't this communication going around, she just immediately assumed that Caitlyn was Jinx's replacement. And that's what, like, spurred that, like, rivalry. Caitlyn was only there just to make Jinx angry, which made me a little bit upset. Yeah, Because like Caitlyn could have done a lot of cool shit. Uh, uh, there was, like, one scene I had an issue with. The, one in the entire show. Oh. And that's
0: when Caitlin gave up her sniper rifle... Yeah. ...to get medicine for V. That was what... Like, she, she gives that thing out way too easily. Because
1: I'm like... You could have done anything else. You could have... But, like, when you gave up that... We had a whole scene where... It showed she was, like, a really... She's a crack shot. She and, like, the uh, Hispanic lieutenant lady were really good at, like, firing snipers, but it was, like, implied that, like, Caitlyn didn't actually win. She wasn't the best sniper, even though she's really goddamn good. Mm. And we could have had, like, a scene where, you know, where they were on the bridge and, like, Caitlyn was ambushed next to Echo? Or, like, when uh, they were ambushed by the firelights? So, like, you could have, like, crack get a, get a shuck and, like, start sniping down people. And things could have done really well, but instead you kind of, like, hung around to the back, just waiting for someone to drop the crystal so she can grab
0: it. I, 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 and, I, I, I don't think that, like, I don't think that could happen because that way she would be turning her gun on the cops. And I think that Kaylin is so morally good that she would never do such a thing, even if they started firing at her first.
1: Okay, maybe not, like, the ambush there. No, but, but, but like, she she, could,
0: she 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 could have shown her, her, her expertise in... in, in in shooting, yes, absolutely. Yeah, but but like my point with that is like she
1: kind of didn't do anything. She she gave up her like defining one of her defining character traits. What like it, it's not all of her character, but like her giving away the gun was like me seeing that she's giving up a part of herself in this story. She's not being she's not going to be as important anymore. It's going to be all it's going to be the Jinx and V show. You know. And Jason Victor, to an extent. So Caitlin's just kind of eh. I, but, the, uh, not, but again, again, again like uh, the disappointment aside, I do think like her she has like one of the strongest um introductions in the whole show. Oh yeah. I just feel like it really didn't get resolved in this in like this part of the season, which is a bit of a shame.
0: I, I, I will add, uh, so I, I still maintain that, that after she breaks the out of prison, it, it, she does feel much more, uh, I will maintain that I believe that she just feels like an extension of, Vi, uh, of V or V or however you want to say it, but, <coughs> uh, but with, uh, interspersed with so, uh, uh, random points of her acting in a way that serves the plot, and I think yeah. that's why I I I am not as much fond of her after her initial introduction because like 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 we talked about before Jinx and and Vi can can like guide that entire plot by being their characters whereas it feels more like Caitlyn doesn't have a, def- a definitive character and is more there to serve the plot and the other characters and I think that really mm-hmm. becomes apparent uh, again as you say when she gives up the gun. I think it would have been a lot more... um uh Like you could have done it more with the scene. With like having that flashback. Where she finds out that uh, the Hispanic chick was better at her than, uh at shooting. If mm-hmm. that flashback maybe happened as she was standing there. Muddling over whether or not she should give her gun away. Like... Yeah. You see, or her... Uh, turning to, uh, like, initially declining and then give her a moment to, like, walk around and actually think about this. But the fact that she just, like, oh, I need your gun. And then she goes, no, I don't want to. And then, okay. And, like, hands it in, like, less than a minute. I think that, like, I I know that there's stuff that you have to do with, like, pacing and stuff. But you could absolutely have done more to 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 that scene rather than just eh, I'm gonna give it.
1: Seriously, yeah. Like, uh, it would have it would have been nice to see her like barter a little bit instead of just like giving it up because it's. Or you know what would have been a good place to also put that scene? Like I would if she had that flashback while she was um. While she was like ha- caught up by the um. When, she, when, like, you know, the ambush happened on the bridge. Yeah. And she's, like, suddenly, like, going through that Rolodex, like, imagining, like, where the... We're, like, do I actually belong here? These people are fucking assholes or shit like that. Hmm. You could have gotten a lot of things. I just think Caitlyn was a bit fumbled. Like, yeah. That's just my main gripe with the series. I will, like,
0: I, but, I, like, it, yeah. I would also just, say that, uh, okay, go on, because I was about to switch. Uh...
1: I will say, like, the funniest thought that came to my head after the season was over, it was like, you know what would have been the optimal play if V and Caitlyn were a lot more gay? Because, yeah. you know, you know how, you know what would have cleared up the misunderstanding between V and Jinx? Because, like, J- Jinx saw Caitlyn as, like, a sister figure. But uh, but I'm just saying, if if V and Caitlyn just were openly just making out with each other and Jinx saw in, she wouldn't be like, oh my sisters my oh my sisters didn't replace me, she just found a girlfriend. That's nice. I I She, I, she saw Caitlyn as like V's new sister, not V's new girlfriend.
0: I, I If she will, was a well, girlfriend, she wouldn't feel replaced. I will say uh, I am I'm, I'm I'm not gonna give you that one. I think that's like pretty
1: bad criticism. <laughs> I, it's more. It's more. No, it's not really. It's not real. Christmas. It's more
0: of a joke. Yeah, okay, I can do it. Like the, if yeah, they just the started optimal... scissoring right then and there, then like yeah. this could actually go. You know what? Maybe this isn't love. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, it's. But I, mean, I just find it funny because like um,
1: a lot like that that whole plot line because it happened because Caitlyn was there. But if Caitlyn was just more. Openly gay, maybe Jinx wouldn't have read it as sisterly love. But I'm just saying as a joke. But maybe not as a joke. <laughs> Who knows? Let's just maybe I want more openly gay characters. Who knows? But uh again, I don't know. I don't know. That's mostly a joke because uh I know ever since this thing came out, there's been like a huge push for Caitlyn V uh slash V uh pairings. Happening in real life. I know the art for that scene has been exploding because of this series. Try control mind. your wood, boy.
0: <laughs> I, 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 like, I, I, I sure don't mind more of that art. Cause, um, don't know if you notice know about me, but uh, I like uh, girls who can push me through a table. And, oh yeah. Uh, v-, v can sure do. I, like, I. So I have this rule that I work for. uh whatever, right? I want a girl mm. who can put me through a table. Be it with muscle or weight. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, so, yeah. so, uh, so, uh, V, big up there for me. Like, her just, like, like I I, I keep bringing it up the, the introductory scene with her, where she's in the prison in, in like, that wife beater, and you see, like, the tattoo popping out, uh, like, uh, or tank top, if you want, like, popping out under the tank top, and she's just bare knuckle punching the wall. It's like,
2: okay. <sighs>
0: Oh, this is... this is I, I can't believe they made a character for me! Like, a, less, <laughs> a lesser-flavoured character! Who would have funked um, oh, it? Oh, God. Uh, but what I actually wanted to talk about is something that Brent actually also pointed out, which is that, and I would say, like, another character that I feel kind of got done a little dirty, is uh, Victor's assistant who, uh, and again, of course, I don't know. Oh yeah, that Sky. That oh yeah, Sky. The the girl who just existed to die. I I will say that like there was some things in her where it's like ah oh, okay you're going to be used for something, like because yeah. because we don't see you enough to give you like a character, but we do see that that there is uh, enough character here. For a function, so to speak, and and so I I figured okay he's uh, uh Victor is going to do an experiment on her or something like that uh but then you know it turns out that oh she just gets uh, fucking absorbed into his leg or whatever the fuck and it like the scene is cool don't get me wrong I think it's really cool I think it's a very one of those really fucked up things and it's also not something that makes you hate victor because it was out of his control in a sense but it was just like i i would like to have seen more of her before you tried to give me a a a reason to care because i didn't what i more cared about was the concept that was happening
1: oh yeah like uh l- 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 let's talk about sky for a bit because that's a name i i yeah, Sky. The only reason I remember it is because I have a friend named Sky, hmm. and I'm like, "Oh, hey! I hope nothing bad happens to Sky." Oh no! And then Sky just <laughs> fucking died. She got she got fucking Thanos snapped. Oh, uh, you oh you know f- cool thing about the scene that's also kind of disturbing. You notice like w- after she dies, the big like magical core thing becomes a lot more veiny and muscular. So it's implied that not only did she explode, she got absorbed into the thing and, like, part of her skin is now part of that beating heart thing.
0: Now. Oh, I didn't notice that. Uh, but, oh, uh, it's I am impressed, actually, that you picked up, uh, speaking of, like, picking up on, like, small details like that, I, I was actually impressed that you picked up on the frostbite on, on Jason's mom's fingers in the beginning. I thought that was such a cool little detail. I, so, here's the thing. Uh I caught an animation error because
1: they were colored in the snow and they weren't colored in the in the spring. So I'm like, oh my god, that magic must have healed her. But then they showed her afterwards and they had to cut off the fingers like, "Oh." I think that's what they were going for.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh But no, like I noticed
0: it though because like it's easy to see. And and it's it's like small like we 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 talked about it uh briefly before that, I think, because we were talking about like the chase scene at the very beginning, where yeah. Vi and, and Jinx and all the others are, like, fleeing from the cops and, like, the, oh, the dude falls down from the bridge and he lands on the boat, something like that. Like, just, like, the sheer amount of small little details they keep adding here and there was just freaking great. Oh, I loved it. It Like, like I said, like, aesthetically,
1: the show is goddamn immaculate. Steph's mm. kid's amazing. It's beautiful, but all the little details, is just what makes me love it. Um, so the good thing about, like, my friend, who's, like, really into LOL, she actually picked up on a lot of the little references they were hiding in there. And I had her explain it to me while we were watching it. And it was just, seeing that my friend get giddy, seeing little references, little nods here and there, like, every, like, every name had a purpose there. They weren't, like, made up or something. They were, like... Like, the kingdom of Noxus, I think, does mean something. Mel, unfortunately, is not a champion, but people are actually asking her to be, so maybe she might later on. Uh,
0: Mel Mel is... Sorry. Oh, Mel, you were gonna say? Uh, No, I was just like, who is Mel? uh, Again, Uh, I said the names.
1: Oh, okay, so you remember the
0: chick that Jace was,
1: like, fucking... While well, oh, Victor oh, was the, getting magic cancer,
0: the, the 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 second hardest character in the entire show, Big Brown. Uh, oh, not Big Brown, beautiful brown waifu with the gold.
1: Yes, yes, yeah, sir.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I want more of her.
1: Ryan <laughs> said the new champions won't be from Arcane. Ah, oh, that's a shame. So that's also. probably a death flag for Melvin. See,
0: yeah, see, that's why we're not gonna play
1: League of Legends. Well, <laughs> maybe she, maybe she'll be in the background of the fighting game. With, with her and Jace just chewing it in, in the corner, while
0: Victor's <laughs> dying of magic cancer, and he's trying to study the frame data, <laughs> <laughs> study the frame data of Jace's balls. Like,
1: <laughs> no, she's trying to make an NFT of Jace's balls. Oh, no. um. <laughs> oh, but going, I'm going back, going back. Um, I was gonna say something. Oh, I, for, I forgot my point because I was just laughing about how about explaining who Mel was. Um, I forgot where I was going with this. Jace,
0: I, I, Victor, I, I I can take a while. You think? Um, yeah, yeah. I I I I love how um and and I and I made sure to bring this up like every time that I suggest a show to to people, and I also did it last time on the podcast is. Bringing up how you can absolutely enjoy this show without playing with League of Legends, and mm-hmm. uh, I I saw a tweet uh, the other night from uh, the man himself Hideo Kojima, where he was uh, saying this is one of the best things animated I have ever seen in my entire life, uh, and and then he <laughs> he too. Finishes it off with saying, don't worry, you don't have to play League of Legends. Like, even he is, like, understanding why people are deterred from playing League of Legends.
1: (laughs) Oh, okay, okay, yeah, 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 that's the thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, Thank you for reminding me. Um, it's, this, and I completely agree. This show does not need any fucking prior lol exposition. We don't need to know anything but like the, but if you do it's just that little extra cherry on yeah. top cuz like everything in the world is consistent with whatever lore they fucking made so if you if you're really that type really deep into that lore bullshit if you go through skimming through everything all, all the little details will go back to something
2: yeah
1: and i and i like that I... you don't have you don't it doesn't you don't have to care or it doesn't matter but the fact that it is fact that they're doing that much attention to the detail is amazing to me. There's
0: this, uh, there's this comparison that I can't get out of my head. Uh, but I think it's, it's one of those things where this is the right way, this is the wrong way. So, uh, Apex Legends. Uh, don't worry, I'm not going to make it super weird. Apex Legends is, of course, in the same universe as Titanfall. And in Titanfall, you can get a certain uh, submachine gun called the Car. And so one of the new things they have added in the new season is that submachine gun. and so when they uh, so when they release the trailer for um for the new season of Apex Legends, there's a moment where one of the characters picks up this submachine gun, and like he grabs it and he holds it up, and I think the shot and no one is talking or anything and the music is playing, and, but the shot lingers for like a full second or something. Mm-hmm. And and it's one of those things where this is done specifically just so people who recognize this gun can lose the shit and pop off without, you know, like, like, oh, I can pop off and then like still follow the trailer uh, and, and not miss any of those things. And I think that is the wrong way of doing it. I think the right way of doing these little references and, and nods is what uh, 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 Arcane is doing because... Uh, I, Again, uh, unlike you, uh, I don't know anything about League of Legends. I don't know anything about the universe or any of the characters or anything like that. Well, I know some of the characters, but that's about it. Um, But unlike you, I didn't have anyone to tell me these. uh, Like, oh, this is a thing and this is a thing. So when I was just watching the show, I had no idea that there was references being dropped left and right. I had to... like. Looked that up online after the fact. And that's how subtle these, these nods and references and cameos were. I will say that um, there is that one where Imagine Dragons are just straight up performing in like, the street. It's
1: just, it's just Imagine Dragons
0: in Lowellville. But it's I w- literally just them. But I will say it's done in such a way where it's like, it's telling you about the street life outside. Like, oh, they're street performers. They just happen to be the band who made the intro song that is also playing right now. (laughs) That
1: was like the most overt, but it wasn't even that bad because it was a good scene.
0: And and, oh, and, um, and 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 they do okay. things with their looks to make them fit in the universe. Like, oh, we're going to give them a little like eye patch here or uh, like a little nuance here or something. Just to make them fit in there. It's not like one-to-one, the band members.
1: Cloudy? <laughs> no, 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 no. So I'm, I'm just like, I'm just looking up like what they look like for myself just to laugh again, just because it was so... They just hit you with that. Yeah. While like V it while V and Kayla are like running down into like this lower city and it's great. Fucking hell. Um I'm also trying to like remember uh, Okay, okay. So I, I think one of the live updates, well like the only reason I recognized Heimerdinger was because he was a character in Tales Gets Trolled. Oh yeah. And I was losing my fucking shit.
0: <laughs> that uh, what what is it Timo? The other dude is cool. Oh, yeah, t- oh,
1: yeah, yeah, Timo was in, like, the storybook, and I'm like, oh, it's that fucker.
0: Yeah, uh, and I remember him because he's he's also in Tales to He's there for, like, for, uh, like one spread or something where he gets put in uh, the fucking cannon and shot into a mountain, and then he's dead, and then we move on. <laughs> <laughs> and then we move
1: on. Oh, oh, wait, 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 okay, so I'm looking through the notes I sent you, and, like, I think my favorite one... Was, uh, I saw a Yordle who, I think she was, like, the, uh, like, the brothel mistress. Like, the, the head of the brothel. Mm. And I said, whoa, those are, like, some saggy-ass tits! And then there's, like, a scene later on where she just comes, she's actually an important character. Where she talks to V about, like, hey, here's where you can find your sister. It's Like, don't mention it. Like, return of the saggy tits! Return <laughs> of the just, second tits. It's just little shit like that where, like, you don't expect little things to be important, and they end up becoming important. Oh, I love it.
0: No I one expects it. the second hits. Nobody will ever expect. <laughs> it's like the Spanish Inquisition. Um, I, I, uh, I. There's a scene that keeps popping up in my head whenever I think of Cain, and that is the scene where uh, Jinx finally lights the flare. I think oh. that scene was given all of the gravitas and attention and love that it deserved, because it because oh, yeah, it it's, it's all, like it's it's a scene that has like uh like you know in terms of plot it has a good meaning there, but it's also like thematically a very strong scene because I think this is the first time in her adult life where Jinx is actually calling out for help. And it's been given this much weight and importance because it is so out of her character to do so and it show and it really highlights this vulnerability. And I I I I was all there for it. I fucking like I clapped when I saw it. <laughs> Not really, but you know. It it, it was just I, really. I, good. I did.
1: <laughs> okay. So I guess this isn't really a hot take, this is an ice cold take. Jinx is one of like the best written characters in that show and I love her so goddamn much.
0: She's like uh, um uh, did we did was it you and I who had a talk about how like she works because of her um like how fucked up she was? I I like I, I believe we we had a talk about like we 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 really dove into like the specific wording of why she worked. Yeah, yeah,
1: no, yeah, we were talk we were
0: talking about this cuz like I told you after the
1: series was over like I was expecting to just be dunking on Jinx the entire fucking time cuz I told you I really hate the Harley Quinn archetype. Yeah. Specifically like the modern takes of it where she's crazy just to be crazy. She's insane because insert mental illness here. Like I think what works for what works with Jinx for me is that she's she's all these things despite her mental illness. Like yeah. she's clearly got schizophrenia. She's got voices in her head talking to her. Oh. She's seeing and like her doubts are manifesting as like the voices of her dead friend she fucking killed. But usually in like other media and like I'm going to use Harley Quinn as an example like um from uh the Jared Leto movie. I forget what I'm forgetting what it's called. But like the the, the, the the mental illness is used as an explanation for why she's doing things. I'm a crazy bad person because I'm depressed or I have autism or I'm schizo or something. Uh,
0: I think like
1: suicide a Suicide Squad. It's suicide Squad. Thank you. It's um, but like a lot of a lot of like lesser writers will like use mental illness as an example of how to make a evil crazy character. Jinx. Despite the fact she has schizophrenia, that's not the main reason why she does the things that she does. Mm -hmm. She does things because she's been through really specific trauma. We saw her go through that shit. We saw her when she was at the brink of death, when we thought Silco was going to fucking take her, like, kill her. She got taken in. She was given, like... Like, as much as we talked about Silco being, like, the best fucking character in that show... Like, really show that, like, all Jinx really wanted was, like, a place to fucking belong. Yeah. And the one place, her, person she had, she's having these conflicting feelings. Like, maybe she doesn't care about me, even though I've been pining for her for so long. Yeah. Like, she's, a, tr- she's a, dr- a dramatic character and a traumatic character. She's really well fucking done. And she's not, and you, you kind of forget that she's fucking insane. Because <laughs> she's just done so well.
0: She she's you know? a, she's uh she's bad not because uh, well she's quote unquote evil not because of her like mental illness but she still has that and I and I and I think that's like the deciding factor whereas Harley Quinn is like she's evil because of mental illness and yeah. and, and I feel, and and it's almost like I I feel that is a um disingenuous way of treating people with mental illness we we, like i know several people who have some sort of mental illness that doesn't necessarily make them evil um so like i i think that that that's what worked for jinx is that like, yes she absolutely has schizophrenia and probably more in that bag but what but what makes her the the tragic character that she is is the trauma that she goes through and uh I, uh but uh, and I will also say that her her mental illness probably plays a a role in in, in some of this trauma, like her perceiving uh Caitlyn as Vi, uh, as Vi's new sister. It's like yeah, like, like, like jinx. She can't become her sister. It's not just something you become. It's kind of like it, it comes from birth, sort of thing. Um, yeah. Uh, I I I mentioned it to you, but I almost feel bad now calling her jinx. Like it feels like I'm insulting her every time I say it. Oh yeah, they really it's... nailed home why that word was bad.
1: Yeah, definitely. Like they even foreshadowed when they first called her jinx when she was still called powder. Mm. I'm like, oh, you're a jinx. Fine, I-, I guess. Fuck you. I'll be a jinx then.
2: Yeah.
1: Ah, uh, it's just. It's just so goddamn well done. Everything about Jinx, I love. I was expect, I had a complete role reversal, where, like, I was expecting to, like, just eat up whatever Vi was gonna do, and I was gonna, like, dunk on Jinx for being poorly written. And I, like, completely flipped. I love everything Jinx did, and the way she was portrayed, and how we got to that point. Everything about her was so tonally consistent. You know how V, you know, I keep dunking on V for, like, because the way she acted, we wouldn't have the plot we had? Mm. That's my feeling with drinks, but, like, I completely agreed with her for most of the shit she was doing. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, like, that's how, that's, like, she's, like, the best written character with mental illness I've seen in popular media so far. Uh, I haven't seen a lot, but like she's like my favorite example,
0: and she will be my go-to from now on. I I I think that's fair, um, yeah. uh, and and uh, I think it's interesting because like I can a hundred percent see where where you're from, but like my my boner for her aside, I'm <laughs> I, I'm I'm team V uh, because like yes, I I I see like she she does some bad things, but at the same time I can see oh this is a character that very much like wears her heart on her sleeve, so. When she, uh, like, again, when she, uh, I, I, I mentioned it to you where uh, I actually really like how she straight up decks Jinx in the mouth. I don't like, oh, yeah. like, like I, I, I think it's like, uh, I, I pity Jinx for getting punched in the mouth because that, like that shouldn't happen. But I like that they went so far to show just how distressed V was at that moment. Uh, Honestly, no,
1: I I I will not disagree with you. That was such a good fucking scene. And, like, it set off everything in that one punch. And I will say, I loved it.
0: Yeah, because... He was
1: amazing in
0: that. Be, be, because, like, you have seen that she's willing to go through fucking fire and ice for, for, for her sister here. And, and so, when she not just pushes her, but straight up fucking haymakers her in the fucking jaw... Like she owed her money. It's like, oh, Jesus! D- d- she is big upset in the spaghetti here, and uh, really big. And 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 I I and like they they did a fantastic job prior to that to uh, excuse why she's so upset. I would say because uh, shit got dire real uh, real quick, real fast uh, due to. Uh, Jinx's actions which uh, and right. it's one of those things where Jinx did it with the best intentions in mind and there's no way she could have known it and it's one of those things where like she is in the wrong but not like not intentionally and uh, there's there's nuances yeah. to it all and I think that's why it's oh, so yeah, interesting definitely. that that I can beat Team V and you can be Team Jinx but we can basically agree on uh, on almost all of it I know basically I like lo- that, that that's how you make a good fucking
1: show. Yeah, we're not like we're not like dick fighting each other right now. We're not trying to like die for our waifus. No, we both like our characters for very specific reasons in the story. We both can agree it's done so fucking well for everybody. Hmm. Um. Like, ah, oh, I but I will I will I will say this: these fight scenes are always so fucking great because like the choreography with all the punches. And all the effects and all, like, the just the emotions. Or when she's just decking people in the face. It's fucking fantastic.
0: They gave these gauntlets the exact amount of talk, follow-through, and power that they needed. Every time she decked someone in the face and they just got sent flying, it was the exact amount of flying I wanted. And the fight where she has against that cool chick with the scar on her cheek and the uh, sword arm, was fucking great. Um, more of that, please. But uh, oh, that, that 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 leads me into because uh, you know every every good thing has to end at some point, and season one ended with a really powerful scene. Uh, well. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 okay, it's powerful. Uh but what uh, what really stood out to me was the animation of Jinx firing that rocket launcher. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh
0: which is some of the prettiest animation I've seen in a long fucking time. Like that is like do you follow that Twitter account like random sakugas uh, uh, or whatever it's called? Like that thing yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yep, 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 yep. That entire scene is it could just belong there. Um it is mind blowing how good that uh, that thing is but um uh, for everyone who who who's seen the show and if you haven't seen the show you probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast um yeah but uh it ends with her firing the rocket at the um at at the headquarters of 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 these uh the council basically yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and then it ends um which obviously leads us to Season 2, which, from what I can understand, uh, has been greenlit, which is cool. And we'll probably see it in two years or something, uh, if if that. Um, but how, what would you like to see in Season 2? Because I have my own thoughts, and uh, I don't think a lot of people will agree with those thoughts, so... I want to start out with hearing like what would you like to see?
1: Honestly, I want to see a different champion story. Kay. I do not want to go back to V and Jinx after uh, in season 2.
0: Okay, then we are in agreement. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I thought that was going to be like a very um like like oh oh on an unpopular opinion is the word I was looking for. Um I, uh, I agree. I, I, I think we have told the story of, of Vi and Jinx. We have set up why they have the, um, the relationship that they seem to have in the games. Because uh, after, game, uh, after Arcane, uh, Bren basically uh, convinced me to try out Rune Terror, which is the card game. And uh, in that, they also have a um, like uh, some banter back and forth. It's a li- it's a lot more like ah, we hate each other but we're friends kind of thing. Um, yeah. But like, I think that that uh, not everything about V and Jigs has been explained, but I think enough has. And I would like if we just completely. Left, I think the, the town is called Piltover. Uh, yeah. Uh, if we just completely left that place to go and see somewhere else, let's see the uh, all these like uh, Japanese style characters, for example. Let's see Yatsuo and Akali or something. Uh, like those are the two only names I re- remember. Like, let's see them. Let's see the 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 stuff. They go through, and then maybe, like, let let's say, like, Arcane season two is probably going to sell for uh, ten bazillion dollars, uh, because it is one of the most in, uh, popular animated shows that has ever been on Netflix, as far as I could read. So um, <laughs> this is a huge success. Uh, if they get to make. S- several more seasons. I would love for them to make it so that you see, like, maybe two, uh, one or two more seasons of just different places in the League of Legends universe, and then uh, the last season is one where you kind of tie up the loose ends from all, all the different seasons, and then pit all these different champions that has been introduced through the different seasons. You put them in the same season, and now they have to either deal uh, with each other, or a, a common thing, or something. Like, you put them in the same show together. Is that, I don't know if that makes any sense, but uh, that's what I want to see.
1: Honestly, I was gonna... I've, like, coined the term fucking... The MCU formula. Mm. Because that's honestly what I want. Like, I, I want... I, like... Like, in in the actual game itself, from what I understand, like, like V and Jinx's, like, relationship, that shit's not solved. They're always gonna be, like, rivals fighting each other, but they have that very close bond with each other. Hmm. So, if we resolved it in the show right now, I don't think it would work, because... I think what Arcane does really well, it's amazing as, like, a prequel series. Yeah. The reason why you don't need to know a lot about LOL is because all the shit that happened in League of Legends, that's still way, way away in the future. Mm. Everything that's happened now is still technically, like, the backstories of the characters. Yeah. And I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be 100. I'm gonna keep it 100 with you, Lassa. I want, like, next season, I want to go to Noctis, which is, like, the, uh, which is, like, the kingdom... Where Mel and her granny titties mommy come from. I'm looking okay it it. And uh, I want to see Riven. Because she's the only... She's the only girl I actually know about in this fucking series. And she's from Noctis. And I'm like, I want my goddamn sword waifu now. Bitch. Give her.
0: Give. Uh, I, I... I want my big sword waifu. <laughs> I I I, I I I I I I can't talk. I think that we can at least agree that it would be really cool to to see somewhere else because this is an entire um, like like terror, terror, I think is the, the, actually the name of the universe. I'm not sure, and please correct me if I'm wrong. But like this is an entire different universe. They have like all these different environments with different cultures, different. Um, you know, like v- weapons and and like all this stuff. So I, uh, I, I, I think that it would be very interesting just to leave, um, Piltover, Pil- Piltover, because now we've seen this kind of like gritty steampunk dishonored styled area. Now I, I, would like to see. Uh, what does like? I think the the best place to go from here will probably be. Let me see an area where magic is prevalent, and show me exactly why Heimerdinger feared it so much. That is also a really good place. That is
1: a really good thing to do too. That is that is true. We can. Go, the thing is, League of Legends is so fucking huge. Is like a thing. You can go anywhere and it'll be great. There's enough lore anywhere in the world, or any pick any champion the center light and you'll
0: find a good fucking story to make Mm. so uh but but yeah like if if you kind of wanted to have like that little red thread that connected the different seasons i definitely think that going into a place that has that actually uses more magic and and maybe isn't as technical adept as pilter is with all the machineries and stuff that would be uh that would be like a, a nice little way to connect the two.
1: It's reading chat right now yeah. and it looks like Bren has
0: some things to say. Let me read it aloud. Uh, Riven's story could be soon if they're going to Noxus next, which seems to be shaping up after this season of Arcane. The Noxus invasion would also tie to magic because they invade Ionia, the land of magic. Huh, well, there you go. Um, there we go. I, but again, I I, I I do want to to leave Vi, Caitlyn, Jinx, and all those characters. I kind of want to leave mm-hmm. them for now. I, yeah. Because because while yes, you can do more with the characters, I would rather see a th- like I I want to see this thing that it is beautiful thing we've seen with season 1 here i want to see that love and care that interesting dynamic this in- new story told with someone else there's no big magic kingdom out there because they blow themselves up well there you go
1: legend's lore has so many big moments that i would love to see it animated so look like, I, th- I think that i think that's like the good that's a special thing about arcane it's not a standalone story. It's not its own little mini franchise where we want to like attach to these specific characters. Mm. There's already so much going on that you can pull from. Uh, if we if we just focus on V and Jinx and Kate, maybe not Kate, maybe Kate can have some more screen time. Yeah. But I'm like But like if we just focus on this one area We'll be doing everything else a disservice, is what we're trying to say. Uh, that's a perfect way of saying it.
0: Like, there, there's so much to tell, and it would be a shame to focus so much on this one area. If you, because I, th- I think that we've already gotten this personal story. Everything from here on out, especially with Jinx's actions at the end, is going to zoom the camera out to, to have a more of a, like, how did this attack on the council affect the rest of the world? And and if you, like, I don't think you can have much more of this personal drama between Vi and, and Jinx because it has kind of reached the conclusion in which uh, Jinx kind of decided, I'm going to be Jinx, there's no more powder, and I'm going to punctuate that by blowing up the council of the place that you were trying to get into, or whatever the fuck.
1: You know what I love about that scene a lot, too? Because, mm. like, uh, th- when they were at, like, the tea party, and, like, Silco basically said, I never would have given you up anyway. So, if, if he was being honest, and not trying to just save his life, which, first off, really great writing, we mm. can't tell if he's telling the truth or if he's lying in that instance, mm. just because he's Silco. But if he was telling the truth... Uh Jinx probably would have ended up blowing it up anyway. Yeah. Because fuck them. Yeah. But which I which I love a lot. It's like oh, uh, it has so much meaning and she changed so much and it's great. Yeah. Just, everyone was so well done in this series. Well you need everyone else to also be done really well too. Yeah.
0: And uh but but I think like uh to to Kevin off, like what I'm trying to say is that where the story with with J- with Jinx, Vi, and Caitlyn are right now. It can like the actions that has been done is going to prevent it from being a personal drama because now so much more is involved in the story, and so like it and 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 I don't think it's it's any like big surprise that what pulled us in with Arcane was this personal drama. So I think mm-hmm. that that uh, that this would be an opportune and perfect time to go out and give us some not necessarily similar it would be interesting to go a, a different route but let us see something else let us see someone else let us follow someone else let us try new things because as you said yourself so perfectly this is a, gr- a huge fucking world and now that we have, like, and and you have told this personal story now, now it would be a disservice to not take the camera, zoom it out, and show some some new people.
1: I yes 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 yes, yes. Uh, I agree with you a hundred percent. And you know what? I think I think I think that's actually the common opinion in this because I think everyone. Once they're, I'm looking at the chat right now. Everyone's just trying to like assume what the next story arc
0: is going to be. I think no one's expecting to go back to V and Jinx again. Yeah, Uh which I'm happy for because it it, it is one of those things where uh, I also don't want more Jinx and V because I feel that would be the safe bit. Like, yeah. oh, these are the fan favorite characters, so of course, uh, well. For 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 people who don't play League of Legends, they, these are obviously the fan favorite characters because those are the ones we know. So we so what we're gonna give up on this cash cow? No, we're gonna milk this for all it's worth, and that is just, and 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 that is a thing that Arcane didn't show in any sort of way was this this thing where you can't do this because money. Then like I didn't get that feeling at a single point during uh doing that entire show it always felt like we we're telling this because we want to, but you'd be damned. And and so Thanks. I it it, it it would just feel disingenuous to just go, no, let's keep it here because these are the, the popular ones.
1: I agree, I agree. Oh okay. Um here's like a weird comparison I kinda wanted to make. Mm. Um I don't know if you've seen it, but like, uh, have you seen Squid Game yet? No. Okay. Uh. Well. Uh. Oh. I'm not. I'm not gonna like spoil a lot what happened, but but like, it's been told that 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 series is getting a season two. It's already been greenlit. Well. Yeah. I honestly am dreading that because mm. I feel like you went everywhere you could go with that first season. Yeah. Narratively and thematically, like. You- what makes me excited for Arcane season two is like there's like a whole fucking universe to explore yeah. if you're if you're given it the chance. Like you've already sold us on the formula. As long as you don't like repeat the same characters, you're fucking golden. Whereas, like I'm like hyper excited for that. When it when it's game like a Squid Game, I will say that show is like a master class, master, cra- master class in what it's done. I feel like it. You have nowhere to go except to retread the same stories you went through all over again. It's gonna devolve the same way the Saw franchise did, and I'm like, I don't know, because then it's just it's gonna become the because th- like it's a whole it's only popular because of the, like a big anti-capitalist sentiment. But then like when you have more and more seasons being produced super cheap, you're basically like defeating the point just by having more uh, series on top of one another Mm. like Arcane will benefit so much more by telling more stories whereas like shows like Squid Game where it is so isolated I'm not gonna enjoy more seasons of it yeah and I feel like and I feel like when you watch a lot of new shows you can tell what shows are good for single story seasons or shows that can go on past that you
0: know yeah yeah I um uh, it's, it's a very great comparison because um when 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 you watch Squid Game it's mm-hmm. it's very much it like that's that is a show that is written for a single season
2: mm-hmm. Be-
0: because you start out with the, with the boys playing the Squid Game you end up with the people playing the Squid Game uh you you every question you have as to how is this possible or who are these people? Yada, yada, yada. V- what is the good in, in people's heart? Yada, yada, yada. All of this stuff gets explained in the season. There, like, I have no more questions. I I have nothing more that I need to know. Uh, but then the show decides, oh, we we're, we're going to continue this. What more can you give me? If I already know everything about the game, the people who play the game, the people who support the game... And even the uh, and even the main character who has gone through a complete story uh, character arc, what more can you give me? I have everything I need. Everything more you're gonna give me is gonna be redundant. Yeah. Ex- exactly. Like 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 let let's say let
1: let's like imagine. They, they pull an arcane, what we want from arcane. Instead of having a Korean squid game, we see an American squid game. Yeah. That's still going to be the same fucking shit we're dealing with over here. Because it's, it's, you're still going to be retreading so much because, like, everything's so fundamentally concrete. You can't really, like... you will get a different personal story, but it
0: won't be enough because, like, the universe itself is already so constricted. Uh, there there's two things about that. One, if you did decide to make it like, oh, let's see what Squid Game looks in America, then we would lose that entire thing of like the, the, the social commentary that Squid Game has, which is a commentary about the, the wealth and the distribution of it in Korea. Um, and and uh point number 2 is if you want uh, an American Squid Game you can watch Mr Beast uh, Beast Squid Game which is far superior than the show because it only took him what was it two weeks and he got uh oh, did you fucking see that tweet
1: I haven't seen the tweet I'm gonna, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about So there,
0: So that's fuck okay so so you are aware that Mr Beast made Squid Game right Yeah yeah uh, yeah yeah, yeah. And, and he and he basically copied it fr- from the ground up uh, to in, in immaculate details. I might add like kudos to that. I think it's very impressive. Um, and it's cool because you know they do all the same games except for, except for the squid game because who actually knows how to play a squid game? Um, mm. And then there was uh, I think it was Castle Super Beast to put it uh, put it uh, great, which is that. Every day there's a new main character on social media and your job is not to be that person. And so yeah. <laughs> and so we we got a main character on social media who was this fucking dumb idiot who was like, "Oh, it took Squid Game 10 years to put, uh, to to become a, a Netflix series." And it uh, and it, it earned Uh, so many views and so much money, yada, yada, yada. Like, I don't recall the numbers or the exact phrasing, but basically he sets it up, like comparing um, the show that took 10 years, which it didn't take 10 years. It's just because producers didn't want to pick up the show. Um, Like, it's not that they worked on it for 10 years. Um, And then he compares it to, to Mr. Beast, who like, oh, it only took him i think it was two weeks or something to make the sets and everything uh of squid game and it and it already got more views the uh like it already is on track to get more views than the original squid game or something it's basically going hey mr beast is better than than the original and it's just yeah. like it's like yes he copied it like what the fuck? Like it's it's always gonna be easier to copy shit than coming up with like new shit, uh, and and this dude has just been fucking dragged on Twitter f- uh, for all the right reasons. Uh, so yeah, that's who I I just also wanted to dump ass on this dude real quick. Um, oh my god, that's so fucking dumb. <laughs> bit. But he, he, like, I, I will bet you anything that he's one of those people who watched that fucking NFT animation show and was like, Oh, this is literally a masterpiece. I literally have tears in my eyes. Did you see that?
1: I saw that and
0: I fucking got cancer from it. I, so, so I know this uh, old, old movie. It's called Little Pimp. Are you familiar with this movie? No, I
1: am not familiar with Little Pimp.
0: So, Little Pimp is a feature-length movie that features characters such as Ludacris voicing a horny hamster, uh, Lil' Kim, um, the dude who voices Dr. Cox, uh, Shatner, like like a big list of A-list celebrities. And it's about a little kid who becomes a pimp. Okay. It, It is fucking stupid, but in the best way. This was all made in Flash? in the early 2000s and and again it's a feature length movie um that looked better than this stupid fucking nft animation that people are saying that is is literally the best show i've ever fucking seen and like you 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 take a single look at it and it looks terrible cuz of course it does cuz if like i have become so like um cold to nfts at this point that i'm oh yeah of the firm opinion if you support nft you hate art
1: oh yeah definitely
0: uh, you hate art and you hate artists there are and again it's one of those broad terms because i i will say i have seen some legit fantastic art that got sold as nfts so of course there's going to be you know these unique things but that is quickly overshadowed by all these, like the 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 lion and the monkey and the crypto punks and all this retarded shit that all looks like fucking dog, dog shit. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, at this point, I'm just full on. If you support NFTs, you hate art and artists.
1: I agree, and I also go into the point it's like you're probably also a criminal because like you're only doing it just for the money laundering. There's no other reason why mm-hmm. people get into NFTs. They just want the money. I saw like they some like the animation somehow got like loaded with like a million dollars for a bunch of NFT crazies. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? No, I, I'm, I'm, ha-, you know, I'm happy for the grifters who made it. Cause they're just a, they're gonna run off with so much money that they scammed off these fucking idiots. And all these and all these people who sold their house for it, their their wife or their wives are gonna leave them and take the kids because they sold their fucking house payment for a lion PNG.
0: Look at us talking about NFTs again. Uh so uh to to camp off I talk about I Cloudy, on a scale from one to ten, where are we at? I, okay,
1: so I was, about to, I was about to be funny, and I was going to say 20 out of 10, but my mouth almost said titty out of 10, because I was immediately thought, thinking of all the tits. Were you thinking of Mel? Yeah. yeah! I was thinking of Mel, yeah. Oh, that's
0: cool. So yeah, um, a Mel's tits out of 10. Mel's tits out of 10. That, yeah, that that is, I agree, Mel's tits out of 10. This was a fantastic endeavor. Um, <laughs> I will also say that I thoroughly enjoyed Rune Terror um i'm probably uh, uh, like i'm i'm annoyed with how much i'm getting into the league of legends universe uh, however i am confident in that i will never ever ever play the actual league of legends game i uh, agree but uh what is here thus far is really good really promising and um is one of so the thing about arcane that I also like is that uh, the people who work at Riot are uh, up there with wizard in terms of like scumbaggery uh, yeah from what I can understand they are at least better writers um Data. Okay, I'm gonna bring up a, a thing. Hey, okay, guess go what? Ahead, go ahead, guess go ahead. It wouldn't be a fucking webcast relief podcast if it don't get to shit talk listen. So, uh, <laughs> there's a new uh, model of uh, a character called Sylvanas. She's the ghost Knight of chick. You've probably seen her. Uh, yeah. The entire thing about her was that she got run through with the fucking frostborn in her, in her stomach, and it was a very, very, oh, she's a blood elf. Who gives a fuck? So you got run through the stomach with Frostmourne, Arthur's sword, and it's a very, very, very thinly veiled allegory for rape. The way that it is written yeah. in the books is very, very much like, like if you take the sword and replace it with a penis, it's like word for word a, a rape scene. Um, oh, so, and, but, and, and, and like for what it's worth, it is handled somewhat f- all right as alright as you can handle this subject when you are as poor a writer as Blizzard is. Um, so, a new model of Sylvanas comes out, and she has a glowing scar on her collarbone um, that uh, that glows in the same way as a, a normal wound from Frostborn would do, which seems to indicate... That Blizzard are now retconning their favorite fucking word. Uh, uh, they're retconning the fact that Office didn't stab her through the belly, but instead stabbed her in the heart. So, oh, he stabbed her heart. Oh, no, love is lost. Gotta fucking got right? So, mm-hmm. so you're taking this this very, uh, like, uh, I refuse to f- uh, think that anywhere in the actual Lord that Office rapes the No. That that is that it, like I'm not s- saying that office raped her. It's supposed to be one of those things where if you are a a a rape victim or or like someone who who empathizes with this, you can look at this and go, "Wow, office really uh, did a bad thing." Because like, oh, I I, I sent for Sylvanas because she's so cool. you fucking yeah. Oh. So if they remove that, uh there's going to be a lot of people who are angry. Um but the, the dumbest reason for this is that it seems like they're doing this because uh there's going to be a new raid, because of course there is. And in that raid, uh Arthas is going to show up as an a, and I and this is their words, not mine, intermission fight. Oh boy. You know... The fucking dude who sat on... The Lich King who sat on the Frozen Throne... Is gonna show up and be like a... By the way fight in all of this. And I will bet my bottom dollar... We'll have to to see how it goes. I'm not gonna play the game because, you know... I don't hate myself. But... (laughs) uh, Not anymore at least. Um, But... I will bet you anything that they're red carding this to make him stabbing Sylvanas less grim. So Arthas, in this raid, because remember what I told you, that your character in World of Warcraft is not allowed to have any significance at all? Like, if if you're fighting a boss or something, you cannot kill that boss. It has to be someone else who does it. You're going to... So I'm predicting that in this raid, you're going to start fighting this big evil dude. And then Arthas is gonna come and be like, fuck you, and then kill the big evil dude. And you're suppo- yeah. and they're going to try and end it in a way where you're going to sympathize with Arthas, because he wasn't actually that bad of a guy after all.
1: Despite the weird rape allegory, Dis- huh?
0: despite the rape allegory and the let me look in my notes. All oh, right, the apartheid that was Stratholm, like, <laughs> um, <laughs> and 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 so so that's my prediction. It is it, uh, I I want to say it's completely unfounded, but we have seen them try again and again and again to take the literal worst character and try and put a little positive spin on it. Um. But yeah, so uh, that's what's been going on. Oh, also, real quick, they one for one stole a a a, a, a thing from Final Fantasy XIV, which makes me fucking giggle.
1: There's this really, what?
0: there's this really important stone. I'm not gonna spoil it or anything, but there's this really important stone in mm-hmm. Final Fantasy XIV. There's a little orange rock. It's a very specific mm-hmm. hue of orange. And it's super fucking important. Okay. And then a new screenshot from the, uh, from the new patch of World of Warcraft came out. And the exact, very specific shaped rock is shown here. And yeah, it, again, like, like the chat saying, it's not just like a brick. It's not just a square. It's a very hyper-specifically shaped rock. That hyper specific shaped rock in that hyper specific color of orange is now showing up in 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 World of Warcraft oh my god they're
1: just they're trying they're trying so hard just to take everything from the people who are better than them i can
0: i cannot stre- like again as as the chat uh, as the chat is writing with the same detail lines and everything. I cannot stress enough how an exact copy this is. And the worst part, and, and so like, I've seen some people going, oh, oh, uh, uh, this is a reach or anything. Need I fucking remind you that Warcraft, uh, Blizzards is like their entire thing except for Diablo is stolen ideas from everywhere else. 9 times out of 10 if you see something in Blizzard game you can track that exact inspiration to somewhere else <laughs> so them doing this to the game that has stolen so many of their, new, uh, their players is, is, not unco- is not unheard of and it's not unrealistic in any shape or form Oh yeah, Lost Vikings. I forget, but don't worry, <laughs> Blizzard, forgets, Blizzard forgets them too. Aww. I used to be kind of like Lost Vikings. I fucking love Lost Vikings. I I remember I had the game for the PlayStation One. I I I I got like it pirated, and um, mm-hmm. uh, one of the characters that you could get was like a dragon. I was like, what the oh, fuck? Yeah. This was so cool.
1: <laughs> Just. I can't even say bring me back to that, just, I don't know, have someone steal the license from it and just make a new Lost Vikings without this weird shit.
0: Yeah. Alright, so we got to dunk on uh, um, NFTs (laughs) uh, and Blizzard after all, so now we can go into the questions! Yay!
1: If you guys have any questions, you can send them to webcastrelief at gmail.com.
0: So if you have like an example of something the Blizzard has uh, stolen uh, blatantly, uh, you can send that to webcastrelief at gmail.com? That is correct. Oh, cool. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Alright. Real quick, uh, the chat is asking, what does NFT even stand for? It stands for non-fungible token.
1: Basically, yeah. I don't know what fungible means, but it it
0: probably has to do with money laundering. It's something where it's it's irreplaceable.
1: (laughs) Yeah, sure it is. I I love how they call it that, even though it's... Biggest issue is just being screenshot so easily
0: replaceable. It's not even, you don't, again, you don't even have to screenshot it. Your phone or whatever device you use to load that image with in the first place saves a copy of it on your hard drive. So it's just. That is how caching works.
1: (laughs) uh, So even NFT, so even its own fucking name is a lie. God bless. All right. Question for today came for, comes from Shane O'Brien, oh. and Shane says, uh, Dear Cloudy and Lassa, great to hear the podcast again. It was fun and interesting that I accidentally burned my arm while having soup while listening to you last week. What? Oh. Here's my questions. Shane, be careful. God. <laughs> uh, here's my question for the first one. What are your thoughts on the infamous new animation series High Guardian Spice and the buzz around it? Like, what do you think? It, it deserves the hate, or do you think it's hated for the sake of hating it? Second question. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Uh, we'll do the first one first. Okay. Um, do you know anything about High Guardian Spice? Yes, uh, not a
0: lot, but I know a little bit.
1: Okay, so I have not seen it per se, but I have been, but I have had like reviews of it playing in the background, mm. and from what i understand the only two characters that are worth a damn are the latina cat girl and snapdragon and they do they do the thing where they're afraid to put their characters through conflict because i think the writers are using the characters as not only, like, a political stand-in, but, like, a poli- uh, stand-in for themselves, because it's about- I don't even fucking know. It's- like, half the time, they keep muddling half the shit they're trying to say. It's just- they're- they're hopping back and forth between <coughs> political allegories and,
0: like, self-insert
1: fanfiction.
0: It- it- it does, uh, smell far away of, um- of the same issue that Les Linders has, where it's oh, yeah. like this is my wish fulfillment character and nothing bad can happen to them. Um, I I haven't seen like I I I need to stress it like all, all these points of view come from people who I haven't actually watched the show. Yeah, uh, so yeah. I, I I I haven't watched it either, but um, I have seen some clips that people have been sharing around, uh, and uh, it looks like absolute dog shit. Um, one of the things that I am most surprised by is, uh, one of the clips that I was seeing was, uh, or rather listening to, uh, was one where the, I think there's like three or four characters interacting with one another and every single fucking character you can tell has a different mic. They are oh, yeah. they're not leveled properly, they're not compressed properly, and, and I know, like I suck with my audio as well. But I at least like I know enough about it that I can tell when things aren't, you know, as they probably should be. It's like a slime boys mic is the best, don't talk shit about. It. Like it is <laughs> It is sometimes so bad that I could swear on my uh, someone's grave that you can hear background static. Oh yeah. Uh, the, so like the moment they turn to that person, you, you just hear a little faint. <laughs>
1: it's awful. Like here's my here's my take on it. It it is really good for a, for like a college thesis project. But that's if not what it is. Me, I know it's not. <laughs> like, if you told me a group of friends made this in like, uh, during their cl- time in college and they like, put out the whole series for a fucking project, this would be fucking phenomenal. This would be pretty damn good. This would yeah. be, you, you could definitely tell, it's like, it's like, crunchy around the corners, but it's like, it's it's approaching professional quality, like uh, like sound design, notwithstanding. If it's just a bunch of kids in a fucking room, hmm. sure. But like, what pisses everyone off is like this is supposed to be like a production, uh, like a professional production by Crunchyroll, something... no less. Yeah, this is. Are you saying it's kind of like Mike and Melissa Cloudy? I'm saying exactly. This is like Mike and Melissa. Are you familiar with that? With that? No, Melissa do you want to be yes okay so mike and melissa was a college project done by this guy named mike oh and, really and uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> um it is it, it it looks it looks foul it looks awful um it like it's it's made by one guy it's it's made by it's made like almost through like ms painter kind of shit the whole the whole twenty minute episode about this like guy who's possibly art autistic because he wears like a helmet with fur with like fox ears on it everywhere he goes that is autistic behavior and <laughs> yeah and it, it, he basically manifests a succubus which looks like a purple skunk girl and then they fuck and now the pu- purple skunk girl is his girlfriend. There's also a scene where Mike masturbates, just wholeheartedly, okay. and this was shown in front of everybody in his class. Oh. Oh 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 no.
0: Oh no. Oh. What, what a way like to just drop that last pod. <laughs> it it's 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 always
1: comes to mind as like one of the most cursed things you'll ever see. But thankfully the late the lady who voice acted Melissa is actually a good professional voice actress now. Okay. I can't remember what she's in, but she ha but thankfully that thing did not tank her career. Wow,
0: I can't believe Kira Buckland helped people like
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> but no, like um. But yeah, no, like I'm saying with High Garden and Spice because it's it's touted as a whole fucking um pro- professional production. It was fuck. It was supposed to be um. You know, it's you should have better standards for like writing, animation, sound quality. If again, if this was just a, a an independent project, this would have been whatever good job for, like, a bunch of kids not knowing, getting their first taste out of professional production. Mm. You could have done better next time. But because it's being touted as this, like, you know, original content, this is, this has a big name behind it, you better fucking step it up. And it's just... It's, it's, it's really infantilizing, I think is the word I want to use, because they... they, uh, they it's a, it hasn't It has, like, a mature rating... Because they say shit and damn a couple times, the but there's like no conflict whatsoever for like the first couple chapters, I believe. Um, I honestly, I want to take a peek at it, see what the hell off how how bad it gets. But I know it's pretty fucking bad, and everyone's already
0: said everything they needed to. Um, I'm I'm looking it up. Apparently, it has like fucking like the the worst um score on on IMDb, I think is like seventeen percent
2: yeah
0: which that's not good uh I'm, I'm trying to look it up because uh i remember that it um yeah okay, so it got uh, it began production in two thousand and seventeen. It's been done for two years. They've
1: just been holding on it. I, I know, I know, I could have... I, I swear, I've heard this be a thing. But like, High Guardian Spice actually completed their run when they were set to launch it. They just had to hold it back for a
0: couple of years for some unknown reason. Well, but, but but that's what, what shocks me. Because, like, it besides the, the horrible audio thing, a lot of the voice acting and, you know... I again seeing clips they were probably handpicked there's probably like a lot of good voice acting in there but the, the, the stuff I heard was just like not great voice acting there was stumbling over words there was mumbling there was stuttering and stuff like that and I was like really? with how long you've been working on this you didn't have time to do another take? and it was like Mm -hmm. If they have indeed been sitting on this for two years or however long you're saying, then I don't really like, uh, I'm not willing to to give them as much as I would normally because my original thought was like, oh, it got fucked by COVID. So everyone had to like work from home and do the voice acting through their own computers and stuff like that, which Mm -hmm. can you know affect the uh, because then you don't have a producer necessarily there to tell you no do it again or uh or the same equipment for every recording uh we have seen with other video games uh, especially where now where there's a lot of working from home either people have their own studio or the company will just straight up send you a kit so everyone is using the same uh tools to record with or something so um but if that hasn't even been, like, a factor in all of this, then, like, I can't even give them that pity point. Then it's just, like, terrible. One of the voice
1: actors said that the budget was small and, produ- and production was hell. I can believe that. So, you know, I, I, th- I think it is a thing where I do think that they were sitting on it, but they definitely had a lot of production issues. It was, even if they were sitting
0: on it, they definitely the production during it was pretty shit. Also just like real quick, if you have a show that looks like this, like it 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 basically looks like a, a copy of um of Steven Universe in its style almost. Yeah. Very colorful, the same kind of like the way that they down to the proportion <laughs> issues. Yeah, down to the proportion issues. And it's one of those things where if you make this for children that's fine. That's what gets them. That's these pretty glowy colors or something. They like that shit. But you smack a mature on that? Like that's literally just because they say
1: shit and damn a couple times.
0: That that shouldn't give you a mature rating. That should give you like a uh a, a, six, a 16 plus is what we call it in Denmark. I don't know. Uh
1: Americans are weird. Uh,
0: um i'm i'm remind- so uh i'm gonna b- do a pull here do you remember that anime of like a um of like uh an angel who hangs out with this boy and every time that she gets like uh like shy or something she smacks him with like this spite club and he just Funky. Oh yeah
2: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I know I know I know that one I know that one I'm trying to remember the name of it too. Uh fuck and he won't and, and, and he just hot dies every time. Like they yeah. they have this cutesy colorful Moe style but, and then use that to the advantage to make these gruesome deaths all the more silly and fun. If they did that with this, then you know, fair is fair. But I doubt that they're doing
1: that. Dokoro, Do Do that's her name. Dokoro. I, I
0: actually have a physical copy of it. Oh, that's fucking amazing!
1: Hold oh, on, let me find it real quick. <laughs> that's that's like a blast from the past. Um you go up and head. I wanna talk a little bit about hard hard Grain and spice. Okay. So I think like part of the mature rating happened was because like aside from like the shit and damn there's also like weird scenes where they just straight up stab people for no fucking reason or the the timing of it is so fucking random. It's like, oh, why the fuck you didn't have to stab. Okay, I guess. All right." But um I seem to very recall a long time ago before High Guardian Spice came out, one of the production staff members from High Guardian Spice ended up in Rooster Teeth as a production staff manager for Ruby. And I only knew about this internally because I had a friend who used to work on it. They're no longer with Ruby anymore. Mm. But they told me that this person came in and told her that her only credentials was that she was a production manager on High Guardian Spice. And the moment she took over, it was the worst time they ever spent working at Rooster Teeth. God dang. I I feel like I've gone on record... Saying I do not like the production staff at Ruby for the animation division, but like they told, I was told from person working as an animation staff there on Ruby that a production staff manager from High Guardian Spice went to that production staff and made everything actively worse. So if shit in Ruby got bad there, I can only imagine how bad it was during High Guardian Spice. So like the people running it don't know what the hell they're
0: doing, which I can believe, and 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 it is one of those things where allegedly, like looking at this from the outside, it very much feels like it's a show made by people who were passionate about anime and creating their own animated series, Mm -hmm. but didn't know what they were doing. You know, I'll be completely
1: honest with you, Lassa, if they called it a cartoon and tried to put this on, like, Adult Swim, I think it would have been received a little bit better. I actually think I you're think, right. Yeah, because, like, because it's definitely, it's definitely bad, It's, but it's, like, it it does not have that, like, Adult Swim charm hmm. of, like, just, you know, stoner hour at 3 a.m. crazy bullshit, but it's definitely, it definitely feels way more American than like you would any typical anime, mm. like the the there like there's a legitimate argument to call Avatar the Last Bender an anime mm. because that shit feels specifically Eastern. Well, this definitely feels like an American cartoon they want to put on Crunchyroll and call it an anime. No, like I know weebs are super hyper mega defensive about what is or what isn't considered anime. Mm. Considering this is from a studio. That, like, uh, like a company that's supposed to give money back to, like, like, the reason a lot of people gave money to Crunchyroll in the first place was because they thought the money was going to go back to, you know, Japanese creators, Japanese staff, because Lord knows, we can tell you, trying to get paid for anime is a horrible, horrible life. You don't get paid much when you're working anime. But
0: aren't they just, like, paying them, like, the, the worst fucking amount possible?
1: It, it is. It is. It is basically
0: slave labor. I will be honest with you. I think. Some, I love anime. I, I think someone actually made like some calculation that you can find online, where it's like if you actually gave the money from ads on like uh, anime. you know, like those illegal streaming sites. If you gave the money from those ads uh, to, uh, to the, the animators, you would be paying them like six times the amount that they get from Crunchyroll. And that would be with the amount of money for, uh, the translators and, uh, the website upkeep. Oh yeah, definitely.
1: Like that's honestly true. Like, so like, I want, I want you to know that. The perception when they made hard Garden, and Spice, because they call it an anime, it's pretty bad. It looks really generic. It looks, like, toppled on top of all those things that we don't like about hard Garden, and Spice. You add on top of it that money that, w- that we were expecting to go to one place went into there. Just, like, soured it. Mm. I'm going, like, so, like, to, to like, uh, answer Shane's question. I do not think it is, it deserves all of the hate. But I do think it is pretty fucking bad on its own. Yeah. But like but I do say a lot of the hate is justified for different reasons but definitely there are a lot of people hating on it just to fucking hate on it.
0: Yeah like I'm thinking I'm gonna piggyback off of that as well. Like I like I've seen uh a uh, huge amount of hate for the show. And I, yeah. d- like, from what little I have seen, I do not think it deserves that, but it absolutely does deserve a lot of very valid criticism, which, of which there is plenty to give.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. And I think that's basically where we can go with it. It's yeah. like, it, it's bad. Definitely, there's a lot of, like, people just trying to shit on it for dumb fucking reasons. But... It's also it, there's a lot of valid criticism to go around on top of that. And wrong people get criticism for the show being like this.
0: I I think that's one of the things that like uh, this is going to segue into a different topic, but I, it 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 is something that I feel very strongly about is that uh when uh, when the last of us 2 came out and i remember you and i we were, we actually talked a lot about it uh despite you mm-hmm. haven't played it um i haven't played it and i don't intend to no no but <laughs> but but but, but you, i remember it because like you had seen the spoilers yeah and and so uh i i hadn't seen the spoilers i was trying to go go in like as cl- as you know unbiased as possible uh I, I did know one of the things but that was about it um uh, and but I had seen like a lot of uh, uh no uh, as I was like getting closer and closer to it I ended up just being like okay I've been spoiled enough let's just see what is all this stuff about and there was a lot of stuff about like oh this happens and that happens and like oh um, Abby one of the characters in the game is actually a trans and like all this stuff and I was like that's not the case And yeah. and, and, and Don't don't get me wrong. Last of Us 2 has a lot of stuff to criticize. It is not very good uh, in terms of narrative. Gameplay is fine. But in terms of narrative, there's a lot of big fucking issues. And there's a lot there to criticize. But the problem is that people have now kind of like uh, tainted the well by uh, criticizing all these things that are simply not true. Like, oh, this happened and that happened, when it doesn't. And that makes it so hard to actually give valid criticism to the game because it's just going to get, uh, like, it's not as sexy and juicy as this made-up bullshit, but what you have is actually valid criticism. And I feel exactly. like, and I feel like that—that's what we, uh, that what High Guardian Spice has has been on the receiving end of as well. Is that I, I think a lot of people have been like bitching and moaning about things that aren't necessarily true, and 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 when there's so much criticism about made-up bullshit, it makes it so hard to actually be the one to come and give legit criticism, and then like. Uh, I don't, uh, from what you tell me, it doesn't sound like the people who made High Guardian Spice are going to listen to criticism. Because these feel like people who are, who who like, who don't like any conflict or something. So they're just going to put their hands on their ears and go la 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 uh, yeah, basically. Yeah, so I don't think they're necessarily going to listen to it. But every time that I give my uh, criticism or something in my show, at least I always like to do it with the intent of the person who makes the thing to get feedback that they can then look at and then like work on if they so desire. And and you can't and so if you start muddying the water by saying all this made up bullshit, how are you like? Let's pretend these people actually did care and wanted to to improve from from these. From from the, from this feedback, how would you do so if all of a sudden you're getting accused of fucking a dragon? Where it's like there's not even a dragon in the show. What the fuck? Like you can't.
1: Uh, like uh, mm, no, you're right. You're right, and I fucking hate it. It's just all these people fucking poisoning the well, or like putting their anger in places that don't fuck that shouldn't be there. Um. Like, chat brings up a good point. A lot of the voice actors have been getting death threats for being involved in the show. And I'm like, why the fucking voice actors and the artists and the animators go after the fucking writers and the showrunners? They're the ones making this shit this way. That, that, like, I, people don't know how to fucking, like, channel their anger for shit. They I, always, like... They, they want to, like,
0: pick pick apart and hate the wrong things, you know? I It's one of those things. Like, I, I definitely feel... Like, again... There's definitely shit, uh, shit that you can throw at these boy actors because, again, I don't think they did a great job in this. But, oh, yeah, but I can, for the fucking life of me, not understand people who give different. What? Yeah. What are you trying to accomplish?
1: With- so it's like it, it uh, like, uh, do you know with the Star Wars that, uh, yeah. Yeah, like, Asian chick? Yeah. It, it's like that where like they they don't they don't I don't they don't care about a performance. They care about. What her character played as so die.
0: You mean like so Octo Pimp who yeah. played the fucking stalker in that dad dungeon game or whatever the fuck it was? Yeah. Who like got, that, exactly. Who got shit for be for playing the back uh. but yeah. Uh yeah. so Death Reds not helping. Stop it, you are a child. Uh yes. what's the next question? Uh
1: okay uh next question uh do you think that they might have a chance for spoony to come back from where they are now or do you think there's no saving spoony
0: uh, so uh one thing i can say with utmost certainty is that uh, shane just woke up and chose violence
2: <laughs> with, with,
0: with these questions holy fucking shit <laughs> um no um spoony is a relic spoony is a thing from a time where this thing happened to excel alongside him Uh, and like he kind of like a helix kind of like a double helix kind of intertwine like cross paths in this growth of the online reviewer he uh, he 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 both piggybacked right, uh, wrote on it as well as he helped it grow. Uh, he definitely had a good footprint uh, footprint on it, uh, but uh, I will also say that it is thanks to that type of media growing that helped him become as popular as he ended up being, uh, because um, it wasn't necessarily due to his own prowess so to speak Um, and uh, I I say that because as time has gone on we have gotten to see uh, Spoonie when we are not necessarily seeing the video game reviewer or the online critic or something and we realize that it's not enough for a man to just sit on a couch and get drunk and shit talk wrestling for 45 minutes um, there was a time where um, where we, we, we could get that. I, w- I still remember fondly like, watching the vlogs of Spoony on his website when he was talking about uh, the Twilight series. That was some of the funniest mm. shit ever, but that was because like it was a person who cared about it, and he was a person that, like, oh, he's one of these guys, so it's funny because I know the context of which all of this stuff he's saying, like with a lot of Piper Bowl and all this stuff. Um, but Spoonie doesn't have that energy anymore. He doesn't, and, and the community doesn't have that thing anymore where they, like, where we support online reviewers in this way anymore. Uh, this uh, And you can also see that with uh, Nostalgia Critic. Nostalgia Critic is basically pushing out the exact same content that he uh, always has um, b- with, like, more money, but that time is just no longer there. Um, mm-hmm. Spoonie also has like a lot of stuff that he needs to make good of. He has a GoFundMe or Kickstarter for a movie that he never uh, did. Uh, he has Patreon goals he never accomplished. Um, and from what we've seen, he has become incredibly toxic to basically everyone around him. Uh, because he... Uh he thrived in a community where it was like, oh, we like to hear Spoonie's opinion because he could say- he says what we're all thinking. Uh he, he he's not afraid of saying the bad things, and then he threatened a girl to rape her in a basement or something. Um then and then Lupa stepped in, which I I would argue she probably shouldn't have, but like he again, he's a relic. He doesn't belong in, in this time anymore. And uh, he's a, he is a toxic person that was very, very good at what he used to do before, where we embraced this toxic per- personality as just a, a character. But Spoonie and Noah and Viola, as is, as is his real name, have merged together to become the same person. Uh, and and uh, I remember I like around the time where I started to make like that uh, active effort of distinguishing riser and lesser was when I looked at Spoony and saw that that they had merged and I and I uh, realized uh, that like I started looking at my own life and seeing traits of riser popping up every now and again when I wanted lesser to 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 be prevalent and um yeah he 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 just like he merged with spoony and uh, and not with uh noah and n- now we don't get noah anymore we just get 100% spoony and there are times where spoony just doesn't work i think that's my final thoughts on that man
1: so like the spoony question was definitely one pitched at you, because, like, I have, like, the least amount of um, experience with spoony, But, like, I always think it's fascinating when we talk about, like, you know, effects of the persona. Mm. The one we put outside ourselves to, for, like, an audience. And the person we are in our private time. And how there, eventually the persona you put out in front of everybody becomes what you are normally. And it's just not good because it's not good to have especially if your persona is very not outgoing but very um aggressive mm. or like very um or like very loud and in your face or like a lot of the reviewers were angry reviewers just because that was the style at the time but like if that not only becomes your own
0: character outside of the reviews that becomes pretty fucking devastating yeah um and and, and like, and like there's, there's nothing to say that uh, like it, it it's one of the most like easily understandable things why these um these personas become the default because oh if i put on this persona i get a bunch of money and love and attention from a lot of different people then why should i not don this thing because that's what gets me all these things that i like it makes my little monkey brain go wee
1: <laughs> basically i'm just thinking like what the fuck does a cloudy persona look
0: like probably a fucking monster i will say put- that uh when you and i first started talking there was a lot of uh is it called eubonics Ebonics, yeah um, there was a lot more of that <laughs> than, than than there is now uh I'm not gonna go into detail and I think you would uh, prefer me not to but um yeah uh but yeah I, I like that that was the uh the persona there. there was also like a a a, a time when the the background relief discord was pretty new where I think you kind of leaned a little bit into the inquisitor persona of of the 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 channel. Oh, that was fun, but the th- then I realized
1: everyone's kind of chill, so like, oh, there's no <laughs> one to, like, swing the hammer on anymore. Except for, like, weirdos that come in. Yeah. I don't know. We, we like... Oh, fuck, I'm trying to think, like, the last person I banned, I think it was, like... Oh, wait, no, I remember. It was, it was, uh... Don't bring them up. No. Uh, I won't bring them up, but I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, they're so... I, I, in the beginning, I was very, very, very Inquisitor-like, but now... I'm just so... I'm so chill because I don't have to be inquisitor-like. I don't... I rarely have to be like, everyone... Okay, everyone, put on your big boy pants. Shut the fuck up. Mm. We're moving topics. I don't have to do that anymore and I think that's good. I don't like doing that all the time. You still a man you banned me from spreading my
0: propaganda. You have made an active effort not to fucking enter the web and kind of leave this What the fuck? <laughs> um... <laughs> but yeah. Um... I don't think Spoonie, like, I, I legit think that Spoonie needs to sit down with someone professional and talk shit out. Um, There's a lot of anger in him, there's a lot of vitriol and acidic behavior, there's a lot of complacency, and we're just like, like what we liked before was these fun, like him poking, uh, poking holes in things, And going and making observations that not a lot of people actually dared to mention. I remember, like, uh, in my youth, I would hate Final Fantasy VIII because he hated Final Fantasy VIII. But it wasn't just because, like, he hated it. It was more because he brought up points I hadn't thought of myself. So it's like, you Mm. know what? When you actually mention all these things, this is actually fucking stupid. Um, And then, you know, like, as I grow older, it, it becomes less, like, you know... Like you learn to forgive these mistakes, but it, it was that like that was what we wanted from him was these like well-observed criticisms of of different things. And he would always uh voice them with uh hyperbolic jokes and all this stuff and, and sketches. And uh uh and I remember uh, like he was typically like the front runner of technology. He was one of the first people I saw with a capture card actually um doing let's plays and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. at, at the time people would just record the screen with a camcorder um, and, and like he had this drive that made him stand out from everyone else he would do green screens before you would see other creators do that he would uh, do all the he would have these established characters before everyone else started doing all this. like he was a front runner and he was like doing all these different things that that just showed a passion for it but then, like, once the, the checks just kept coming in, and he, re- uh, and he realized that I actually don't have to do that much work because my bills are still getting paid. Uh, he started becoming complacent. We didn't get any more reviews with sketches. We didn't get any more, like, uh, f- funny, passionate Let's Plays like his Phantasmagoria Let's Play. We, uh, like... We, instead, we got him sit, uh, like a lot more of him just sitting in front of a camera and talking the maddest shit about uh, like uh, like unscripted uh, rants about uh, wrestling. Uh, like that's the one that uh, that like leaps out to me because he had kind of set himself up as video games and movies, and then all of a sudden it's wrestling and nothing but wrestling. And 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 these wrestlings like if you at least like presented it in an interesting way, then I would be all for it. But he didn't. It was just like him sitting talking and like that was just not entertaining anymore. Um Yeah. So and that's why I always try to keep like introducing new things like oh me popping up in the in the scenes of the webcomics now. Like that's a new thing I'm doing because I'm trying to reinvent the wheel. I'm probably also going to make like a new intro at, uh, soon uh for the show. Like I always try to do, to to keep things fresh because I genuinely care about it and I know this sounds very much like I'm shitting on one person to boost myself up, but like mm. I'm I'm just trying to 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 say like where like this is the mindset I have, and it's why I am making the criticism I am, because this is my stance.
1: I also think it's a good stance to have, because at the end of the day, you're not like tearing anyone down just for the sake of it. You are actively trying to learn and improve no. yourself. And from what I've seen, you've definitely held your own there. You've definitely like done that, and I'm proud of you. Thank you.
0: It, it it was like uh I, I saw that Luke brought up that he didn't even know who it was. Uh Luke, mm-hmm. uh go watch season one of the webcam Believe, and you will see a bald version of that person because I basically copied the uh, Spoonie's entire shtick back then. Um,
1: <laughs> uh
0: What watch <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't think
1: back of, I can't think back to watching season one and season two and not remembering the um you, Control review. Uh, you were so in
0: You were so innocent!
1: You didn't even know.
0: It, it, it wouldn't be as funny if it wasn't also the most watched video on my entire channel by a country mile.
1: They didn't even you didn't even know it was a fetish comic. Let me
0: there. okay, before we finish off right now, I'm gonna go and look up on YouTube. How many views that video has? Okay, like that that review held a
1: special place in my heart just because you you went hard and you like found things to make fun of and you went for general criticisms of how to make it better. Like it, you were so goddamn earnest, even though you were like you know putting on a gig just to make fun of it. But, like, you just genuinely did not put together that that was the thing people just got off
0: on. No, I did not know that it was a fetish. All right, I got the number here Two uh, 262,973 uh, views with 542 likes and 130 comments. Let me compare that to sun uh, to my latest video sun and to 2000 views uh where, where fuck it go away 2030 views 99 Ooh. likes and 29 comments so my con I, like i would like to think my content has, has only gotten better but uh yeah that um, people were uh, want to see that creepy thing, and I think it upsets me okay. the most that I was sat eating during that.
1: Okay, so I have a question for you. Um, if the author for Creative Control came up to you like today, and they asked, "Hey, Riser, I think you're really cool. You've totally improved for, after like a decade." Would you review my comic again? Absolutely. Would you? If if the creator walked up to you and asked,
0: would you let them cameo? In a heartbeat. (laughs) I have bills to pay, Cloudy. (laughs) (laughs) See you guys next
1: week. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye.